Welcome back to the My Online Schooling podcast, the place where we talk to staff and parents and pupils to find out more about life at the online school. In this episode, we speak to the parent of a pupil at My Online Schooling. Joe Richardson is mother to Alex, aged 14, who ended up at My Online Schooling for, she tells us, several reasons. So we hear about his journey to being a pupil at My Online Schooling and what it was like to be a parent at the same time. Now, like a lot of parents, Jo did have some apprehensions regarding her son starting education online, but she talks about how easily these apprehensions were diminished. But don't let me take away from what she has to say, so come with me as we dial into the home of Alex's mum and speak to Jo Richardson. Jo, thank you for being here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yes, I've been uh, very busy this morning uh, working from home due to the pandemic. Uh, The weather outside is absolutely throwing it down um, at the moment. Uh, So, you know, but it has been beautiful sunshine for the last few days. So I have been enjoying that. Yeah. Okay. so interesting that it's throwing it down now. That must be good for the garden, though. Uh, it is, and, and that's really good, actually, Simon, because we're in the process of renovating our garden as well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all the help that the new plants can get uh, is beneficial. Absolutely. Mm. OK. Now, Joe, tell me a little bit about your own education, if you could. Where did you go to school and what was your own experience of education like? OK, so my I, I went to school in the sort of early to mid 80s. Um, I was educated up in the northwest of the United Kingdom. So uh, I'm actually a Lancastrian uh, by birth. Um, and I went through and did O-levels and uh, CSEs, as they were known then, and then on to A-levels. And when I left school, I did have the opportunity to go to university, but I declined because I, I went straight in to join the Avon and Somerset Police Force. And I was in the police force for quite a number of years before I then left and I went on to uh, work for uh, the Customs and Excise. And then, uh, following on from that, I then retrained as a teacher. <laughs> so I've, I've done a whole host of different um, roles in my life. Uh, I retrained mm-hmm. as a teacher and now I own and run my own uh, teaching education business. Okay, all right. Well, let's just look at those briefly in turn. What was it that took you into the, into the police force in the first case? Uh, if I'm honest, Simon, it was the programme uh, program Juliet Bravo, because I used to watch <laughs> that as a, as a child and I used to mm-hmm. love it. I, I absolutely loved that program, that series, uh, and it inspired me so much so that I eventually, obviously, as I said, joined joined the police. And then moving from there to customs, what was that all about? So, <laughs> goodness knows, it was just an opportunity that it was just an opportunity that actually came along at that time, and um, it was in the days where you know we did have really quite strict border controls um, around the ports and airports. And it was just something that interested me. And so I did apply with every intention of probably not getting the job, but actually surprised myself and, and did get it. And so I worked at, at various different airports for, for quite a number of years before I decided to, to retrain. And the retraining came as, as a result of me being made redundant. And the airports, they were in the UK, I guess? Yes, yes, they were all here in the United Kingdom, yeah. And then you mentioned about starting your own business. Tell us a little bit about that. So I was made redundant. Uh, as I say, I, I, I went on to a retraining uh, programme to, to become a teacher. And I started actually working in um, a medical facility. So I was working in uh, a local hospital in the okay. teaching academy there. Um, and it was whilst I was there 
um, I decided just literally one day I had one of those light bulb moments mm. uh, to uh, to start to start an education business. Um, and I set it up with the help of my husband. And I've been doing that now for nearly 10 years. And I've okay. never looked back, never looked back at all. And then what side of education is that that you're working in? So I now work in the science, technology, engineering and maths, so STEM. Uh, but I teach, uh, my actual day job is to teach space and space science. Wow. How cool is that? That's fantastic. And, and what is it about space and space science that interests you so much? So my whole family is based around space, literally. My husband is an astrophotographer. Uh, and between us, we ha- are just so inspired by space and astronomy. Uh, and it's because of that that I went into to actually trying to inspire the younger generation in the same way that I'm, I was inspired as well. So, mm. yeah, mm. That, that's why I got into it. Well, you mentioned about the younger generation, so it's probably appropriate that we talk about Alex now. Alex is your son. Can you just tell us a little bit about him and sort of, you know, how old he is and why he's studying at my online schooling? So Alex is my 14 year old uh, teenager. He's one of two. My eldest son, uh, Daniel, has just left university. But Alex ended up um, at school um, literally for several reasons. Um, It was a, a super amazing decision that we did make. Uh, to to send him there and actually it's one that I think we should have done a lot earlier Uh, but essentially Alex went all the way through mainstream school right from the early years right up until year nine Uh, he started in uh, the senior school at year nine okay and for several years previous to that he had had severe issues with uh, bullying Alex is 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 quite a young 14 year old he's quite quite small and for that reason he he was literally picked on and the bullies in sort of year seven and eight made his life an absolute misery um, oh gosh really it, it, it was just awful awful to see and and to witness and Alex you know didn't want to go to school as a result of that how did that make you feel as a parent Oh, just awful. I, I, mm. I lost count of the amount of times that I spent either worrying or upset, physically upset, uh, mm-hmm. about having to put my son through this, yeah. uh, trying to sort of work with the school to ease ease the issue. Um, and, it, you know, periodically it worked uh, mm-hmm. and the bullies were sort of set aside for a short while, yeah. but mm-hmm. it would come back. Now, here here where we are in, in the UK, that it's it's a three-school system. So you go to first school, middle school, and then senior school. And when we left, or when Alex left middle school, we had a period where it calmed down, and we were very much hope, more hopeful for the senior school, uh, you know, start. And he started senior school in 2019. Okay. Within a few months of starting, uh, unfortunately, the bullying reared reared its ugly head again and uh but this time this time it was far worse insofar that we had to get um not just the school involved but the the police became involved as well oh gosh and so poor alex you know just just didn't like school he 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 hated school understandably so yeah Mm. and and so that's you know at, at the time that this was happening i i was unaware of of online schools i didn't to be honest, you know, in my naivety, I didn't even know they existed. And essentially, you know, we, we went through sort of the early part of 2020 uh, with this sort of bullying issue overhanging us. And then obviously the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and the schools were closed and that gave Alex respite. 
uh, from from the bullying. He he was of no course. longer obviously yeah. subject to that. But then yeah. the pandemic hit, and it became apparent, obviously, as the disruption in schools increased, mm-hmm. that obviously Alex's education was was suffering because mm-hmm. um, you know he's start of his GCSE years, and he literally wasn't really doing very much work. And it became a big decision, sort of in August, you know, a few months before or a few weeks before they were due to go back mm-hmm. in September. It became the decision as to what shall we do you know we've got this problem we've got a dilemma don't really want to send him back in the pandemic I'm worried about that Uh, Mm -hmm. but I'm also worried about sending him back to the bullies as well and so we started to look for different ways of doing things and my husband and I uh, did a lot of research uh, and jointly found out that online schools existed and as I say did our research and decided made a decision late August sort of early September okay. to, to actually withdraw Alex from school and mm. do his uh, his schooling in a different way. And did the school understand why you were pulling him out of that school? Um, yes. Uh, to be fair to the school, the mainstream school, they were quite supportive, um, actually, at the beginning, uh, insofar that they knew of all the issues that we'd had with him with the bullies. Uh, and they knew of the issues that we had surrounding the pandemic because Alex mm. had had... had uh, ill health in the past as well so it was it was very much a case of they they were quite supportive and um were were of the opinion that Alex w- would do really well in that sort of environment so um mm. you know uh, uh, that sort of secured our decision as well and what apprehensions did you have regarding the whole concept of online schooling before you started there just the newness of it to be honest, yeah. um, you know, a, a new way of doing things. And since he's been at that particular uh, school, it's made me look at sort of a lot of things in a different way. Is there a different way of doing this? Because you're so sort of um, pigeonholed, aren't you? You sort you go along a, a track because everybody else does and has done it for, you know, you know, decades previous to you. So, you know, without having to actually look for that sort of thing, you, you sort of, you know, you just go along with the flow, don't you? And mm. so, you know, to look for... My apprehension was, you know, it's completely different. Will mm-hmm. he do well? Will he get on well? Will he make friends? Mm-hmm. Is, the, is there the ability to make friends? So, you know, the sorts of apprehensions that probably most parents would have. Mm. And then comparing that to the actual experience then of, of Alex joining the school, how did he find it? And how did the concerns that you had beforehand, did any of those rear their head at all? Um, not really, no. I, I have to say, um, and, you know, it's an old cliche, but he literally took to it like a duck, out, you know, out of water. He was literally um, thrown into to this situation where mm. he suddenly had to start learning in a very different way, in, insofar that a lot of it is in, you know, a lot of learning can be independent learning. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also... You know, conversing with the teachers online as opposed to in person, mm-hmm. uh, making friends online as opposed to in person. So, you know, it, it, it's testament to Alex, really, um, you know, that he, he got on with it so well. So a lot mm. of my apprehension sort of filtered away within the first few months of him, you know, wow. starting. Yeah, yeah, that sounds very good. And what are the differences between online schooling with my online schooling compared to when Alex was at school during the lockdown between March and the summer term of 2020? Oh, huge difference. Um, So 
in the lockdown during 2020, the sort of blended learning uh, mm -hmm. that they that they were provided with uh, from school was just worksheet after worksheet after worksheet. It wasn't particularly engaging. Uh, it wasn't particularly inspiring. And Alex, I'll be honest, he struggled. He got bored. He was bored with just filling in forms because essentially that's that's all that they were being asked to do. Worksheet, you know, mm. in terms of worksheets. With my online school, it's a whole different scenario. They uh, obviously converse with the teacher online mm -hmm. um, in, in, in what can be essentially a normal lesson. So they've got other children in the same room with them okay. uh, mm -hmm. or in the same online room. The teacher is there giving them instruction, uh, talking them through uh, you know, difficult concepts, allowing them to test one another or do assessments, uh, but also do um, you know written work and then submit it by... Um, scanning it and sending it across so mm. you know mm. it's it's it, with my online school there's that interaction there okay. um, and it's not just you know filling in a in a worksheet or or doing you know a piece of work um, mm. all on your own so it, you know there's very much it's more inclusive it's mm. it's more like a classroom setting just okay. online <laughs> right oh interesting okay and tell me how Alex finds things now. I mean, you know, here we are recording this in 2021. So, you know, he, he joined there last year. Um, how does he find it now? If, if I was to ask him what his own experience is of it, what might he say? Uh, he really enjoys it. He, he's enjoying the ability to, um, you know, engage with the teachers. Uh, he knows all the teachers now, um, you know, in terms of their characteristics. So in okay. that way, it's a little bit like mainstream school, you know, so yeah. each teacher has their own characteristics. <laughs> they do. Um, yeah, uh, he, he, he's he's enjoying it. He really does enjoy it. He likes the fact that he, he feels like he has more freedom mm -hmm. and he also doesn't have to put up with any bullying. Mm. So there's no bullying. He's not got that sort of looming over his head uh, mm. whilst he's trying to do his learning. And I guess without wanting to put sort of thoughts in your mind or, or his mind but it's not just the fact that there's no bullying there's also no threat of bullying either it's not like it's one of those periods when he was at his previous school where it was going okay because I imagine then there was always the threat that it might come back and sure enough it did but here of course it's not going to come back yeah there's no threat there's no threat at all um, you know, uh, all the children that are within his class and, and mm. each class doesn't have that many children. They're small mm -hmm. classes. Alex, one of Alex's first comments was that he couldn't believe how polite and uh, well-mannered all the children were. Right. Um, and mm. that was obviously such a difference to what he'd been used to previously. Mm. So there's no there's no threat of bullying. There's no actual bullying. There's no disruption because all of the children are pretty much there for the same reason. Mm. They're there to learn and, and you know, and, and do well in their education. And is he connecting with other friends from all around the world now as well? Yeah, that's a huge advantage. He's got friends all over all over the globe. Uh, so there's children from, you know, that are, are based in Spain or based in uh, somewhere else in Europe. Uh, he's got other children in other parts of the UK, in Scotland. So, yeah, he's he's making connections uh, globally, you know, not just being restricted to his local area. Mm -hmm. And what would you say some of the other benefits are for, for you all as a family with Alex being at My Online Schooling? I can give you the one straight thing that we've benefited all from. It, well, two, actually. The first one is time. Okay. And the second one is less stress. We have much more time together as a family. 
mm-hmm. uh, because we're not rushing here, there and everywhere to make sure Alex is at school or, you know, parents evening and so forth. We have less stress because we don't have the bullying. We don't have the I don't want to go to school in the morning. And it's just such a, a different household. It's much mm. more peaceful. You know, we, 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 I mean, we always got on before, but we, we, we're much more relaxed as a family, mm. much mm. more relaxed. Uh, this is really good to hear, Joe. I've got a couple of quick questions actually now just for you. Nothing at all to do with school. The whole world seems to be in a race to inhabit Mars. Do you think this is a good move that we should be making or is it a futile effort? Uh, it depends who you speak to. So um, I think um, <laughs> in terms of would we be able to, to live on Mars or mm-hmm. move to Mars, at the moment the answer is probably not. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of issues surrounding humans travelling further and uh, out into space and for longer durations that would mean that it would be incredibly difficult for humans to survive currently and with current technology. Mm. However, if you look at that question again, say in the next 30, 40 years, I have a strong feeling that it will probably become a reality because there are plenty of private industry companies out there who Mm -hmm. are pushing the boundaries for space exploration. So Mm. I've got no doubt that at some point in the future that will happen. Mm. Whether it will happen imminently is another another Mm. question entirely. Okay, right. And a final question, Joe. Is Pluto a planet or not? (laughs) I get asked that so many times. Um, uh, I think it should be. No, um, it it isn't. It's it's a dwarf planet. It's still a planet, but it's it's a dwarf planet. And it Mm. was demoted or deregulated into a dwarf planet in 2006 because some very clever scientists somewhere decided that actually it was too small to be a real planet. And the fact that it orbits around the sun in an area of space with lots of other stuff, lots of other rock uh, and ice. Essentially, it's, it's going around in a group. And because of that, it's, it can't be a planet. Planets are objects that essentially have enough uh, size, enough mass to clear a path around the sun. And so, yeah, Pluto was demoted, as I say, in 2006. Uh, and that was one of the reasons why. OK, but that's a scientific reason why it may have been demoted. But equally, we do tend to assign personalities to planets, don't we? And is there anything wrong with adopting a planet like Pluto, even if it shouldn't really be within our family in the solar system? Uh, there, there would be a little bit. I, I can understand what you're saying. You know, if I can hear everybody saying, oh, poor Pluto. Because, um, <laughs> I, I, as I say, I get that a lot from, you know, when I'm teaching. Um, mm. But you know, there is a bit of a problem because there are similar objects in the asteroid belt, which sits between Mars and Jupiter, mm. uh, which are of a similar size mm. uh, and a similar shape. So if Pluto was a proper planet, then that you know, would follow that those items would also have to be proper planets. And it would really mess up, you know, when you're teaching the solar system, because there yeah. would be a lot more, uh, the, you know, than the planets that are, are there now. So mm. um, it mm. would be more difficult to teach it. Mm. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's right that it's a dwarf planet. Mm. OK, all right. We're, we're happy to leave that there in that case. Joe, we're right at the end of this podcast recording, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing your own personal story but also sharing your feelings about space and Pluto in particular. (laughs) You're very welcome. It was uh, a pleasure to be a part of it. So that was Jo Richardson giving us her honest experience of life pre-online school, how it was joining and also how things are now. Thank you so much, Jo. That was really kind of you to give up your time to share your personal journey and to talk to us about the planets too. 
If you've heard anything and have any questions at all about online education, then do get in touch with the school. Just search My Online Schooling and you'll find the website. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.